Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show here at 1FM 98.5 live and local, 27 minutes to 11 o'clock. Got Danny Bud in the studios of 1FM on your Saturday morning to talk all things racing, harness racing locally. Like I said, heading into the sponsors break, Caulfield. Today we're at the Heath for the Underwood Stakes where, of course, Alligator Blood goes around as the favourite. Rose Hill today for the Golden Rose. Both tracks are on a good fall. We've got the Meadows this evening. We've got Melton this evening. Lots to talk about. The voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. How are you, Dan? Very well, Stats. Very well. Been uh, pretty busy the last uh, three or four days. So uh, had uh, Shep Trots last night, which was a, a, a good change-up. So, uh, yeah, heard you there last night. Yeah, it was a good night. Only eight races, but it was uh, you don't mind those sort of uh, shorter nights. And uh, it was a... A good car to race in there. We'll get through those results shortly. You would enjoy doing the trots as well. Oh, yeah, love it. I mean, that's that's my uh, uh, my background, obviously, and um, it was good to get back to Shep and, and call a meeting there, especially on a Friday night. I mean, it's a bit hard when you're competing against the footy, uh, but it was a good car to race in there last night and uh, calling the trots. And was there a decent crowd there last night? Oh, there was a few downstairs, but I think they obviously expected a, uh, a little bit of a downturn given the, the Given the prelim. On. Yeah. So uh, called there last night and calling at Cobram again uh, in uh, a week or so uh, on, a win- on a Wednesday afternoon. So looking forward to that uh, before getting married. So, uh, yeah, then having a, a few days off after that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I stunned you with that, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did. So you, get, you said you're getting married? <laughs> I am getting married, yes. Oh, well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, looking forward to that and uh, having a bit of uh, a few days off. I won't be at uh, Sandown uh, the Thursday before, but uh, looking forward to getting back and getting stuck into it as we build up to the uh, the big races in Melbourne uh, in November and December. Yeah, right. Okay. So what was the week for us like locally? It's been a good week. Racing. It's been a good week and uh, plenty of local flavour as well. Uh, we go back to last Saturday. We obviously had the Vic Bread Series, uh, Super Series Finals for the Pacers and the Trotters. Uh, RC Phoenix won for Chris Finosio, owned up in Finlay by Ash Haynes. Uh, odds on favourite. Uh, this, was a, this was probably one of the probably one of the be- better races I've seen in a long time in terms of uh, of tactics and, and speed and, um, you know, moves and so forth. They went very, very steady, uh, very quick early, uh, and then they backed it off a little bit in the middle stages, but then they ripped home. Uh, and this guy, RC Phoenix, is just developing into a super trotter. He's uh, come off the speed. He was giving the leaders at least 25 metres, maybe a touch further at the 400 metre mark, but they'd burnt all their fuel and he was able to sweep home and score a very, very good victory. So uh, well done to the team there with RC Phoenix as the winner of the Vic Bread four-year-old Trotters. Uh, Emma Stewart obviously dominated the card. She had a number of winners. Petrarca was ultra impressive in winning the three-year-old uh, Vic Bread. Uh, and Celestia Matuka was a really strong winner of the four-year-old for Kate and Andy Gath. It was a bit of an upset winner. Amore Vita was another winner for Emma Stewart. She In the, uh, the four-year-old mares race, uh, she had uh, eight of the eleven runners. Ah, uh, sorry, eight of the twelve runners in that in that race. Uh, Amore Vita was just the uh, the second uh, mare uh, to win all of her um, Vic Bread finals. So, uh, an amazing performance to do that. 
Uh, just hope for Nathan Jack finished second in that uh, final. But Nathan did get a winner on the card. He trained and drove Violet Stanford to win the two-year-old trotting Phillies final. Uh, it was the last race on the card after a long night. Uh, she beat the odds on favourite. We can have it all for Mark Purden and uh, Violet Stanford by Volstead out of Mingara. And uh, she's now had five starts and she's won the lot. She's uh, a very nice filly going forward for for Nathan and the team there. So that was uh, the Vic Bread finals last Saturday night. Cobram raced on Monday. They had a seven-race card there. Twixton won the first for David Aiken. Chris Alford was a uh, Aiken Cornella with Pesco Polo running second, but the favourite did win it. 2.1.7 was the rate there in the trot. John Wayne won the first heat of the up to 47 Raiders. That final was last night. We'll get onto that shortly. John Wayne winning as an odds-on favourite and was able to score. Uh, did a fair bit of work to sit parked in two minutes. The other heat was won by Maxi Wants to Play. It was an odds-on favourite. Led, took, got the bit of pressure early, but was able to score and get the win. And it went two minutes, 0.5. Fourth race was won by our cheeky devil for Jeremy Quinlan. It was an $8.50 chance in a small field. 156.1 was the mile rate, though. So they did go pretty uh, pretty hard in that race, uh, despite the fact there was only five in it. Son of a shark, son of the shark, I should say. Obviously out of, uh, by Lenny the shark. Uh, for the Risleys, trained by David Aiken. Again, Chris Alford in the cart, $3.30. Led, took a bit of pressure, but was too good in the end, winning in 157.6. Captain Braveheart run one race six for James McPherson. Abby Sanderson with the claiming drive. It was a $10 chance. Beat the odds-on favourite Barnaby by a neck in 156.7. And the last was won by my celebrity for Ben Yold, Taylor Yule taking the drive. It uh, beat Justified Major Lincoln in 156.9. So that was Cobram on Monday. We then headed to Melton, and uh, the meeting there at Melton was on Thursday night. Now, this meeting was at was Kilmore, transferred to Melton. Uh, it was a late notice. It didn't happen until basically Wednesday night, and there was a bit of uh, angst at the, the lateness of that move. I wondered what was going on there, because I ended up having a little bit of a, a play at Melton on Thursday evening, only because it was on, and mm. I thought, gee, that's... That's surprise scheduling, but yeah. now you've sort of made it clearer. So there was there's issues with the lights, and I think there's the, at Kilmore, and I think there's been um, a bit of uh, uh, a bit of an issue with them for a while, and um, I think it must have come to a head. Maybe a moth ran into one of the lights, possibly. But uh, the, the they are, I will say, they're not the greatest lights. Um, and just off off topic for a, a, a sec, the. Um, the lights that are used around the clubs, uh, around the, the the harness clubs in particular, that are um, uh, that are night night racing clubs, they're probably at the point now where they're no good. Um, they're the old style lights. Obviously, they take time to warm up and you know all that sort of jazz. They really need to, and uh, and it's an expense, I know, but they really need to look at getting uh, the LEDs lights put in. Um, they've been able to install them at, uh, the dogs at Bendigo and at Shepparton and they just, uh, sorry, Bendigo and at Sandown, not at Shepparton yet, uh, but at Sandown and they're absolutely brilliant. They, they're so bright and they just, you know, everything is crystal clear that you're watching. So, um, those sort of older style lights, I think they're working, you know, they're, they're getting uh, a bit outdated, and I think there won't, it won't be long until you see a lot of more LEDs around uh, around the track. So that was the reason it was moved from Kilmore to Melton. The winner on that, uh, the local flavour there, was in the last race. Uh, major suspect for Danny Ferris, Sean O'Sullivan took the drive. 
was uh, able to get up on the sprint lane and score. 2.3.7 was the mile right there for Major Suspect, owned by Frank Jessup. So got the win there. Well done to Connections on the victory. So we head to Shepparton last night. It was a good uh, eight-race card. Only one Don for Bradley Forge won the first. It was a $26 chance on fixed odds. Started a little bit shorter on the uh, on the tote. Led, copped a bit of pressure early, but was able to score. It's just racing so well. It won uh, a couple of weeks ago at uh, massive odds. It was about uh, $81 when it won at Shep back on the 25th of July. It's been placed three runs since then. The only time it didn't run a place was when it ran sixth. Uh, and it drew a decent gate last night and was able to lead and just was too good. So racing extremely well, only one Don at a big price. So got the victory there in the first. John Wayne won the final of the Neatline Homes Pace final, the heats at Cobram last Monday. Led only one by net beating Maxi wants to play. They obviously won their, both of their heats at uh, Cobram earlier in the week. Two minutes point seven was the mile right there. Was able to just get home. Tupelo Beach was a blowout result in the third race. Got up on the sprint lane um, and was able to score. There was a little bit of there was a, a massive delay with the all clear. Um, there was a protest which we weren't actually advised of up in the uh, the broadcast and the judges box. We had no idea what was going on. We knew that there was uh, the stewards were looking at it, but there was a protest lodged. It was eventually dismissed, and Tupelo Beach did win. Uh, it did contact the market peg uh, when it dived back to the sprint lane, but it was a massive upset result there in the third. Sports Narrator won the fourth for Peter Salathiel and Mel Thackeray. This was for the uh, the concession drivers, and this guy's a two-year-old taking on the older horses, but he led all the way in 159.7. Jack O'Connor was a $10 winner of the next, the second leg of the, uh, the sorry, the first leg of the quad. The narrow victory over Kendy's Butterfly, 159.8. Dancers won the trot for Donna Castles. That's four wins in a row for this mare. She came off 30. She was $1.75 when the markets opened, and she drifted all the way out to $3.90, and you probably could have got $4 or about at some point during the betting. It was crazy how much she drifted. It was a Quinella for the stable with Lindy Grace running second. The well-backed Starlight Storm ended up running fourth. It was backed off the map to uh, start favourite in that race. Major Milestone was another one that was well supported for David Abrahams and Ellen Tormey. It was able to score in two minutes point two. And the last was won by Marcy Starr for Rod Petroff. Got up on the sprint lane to charge through late and winning 158.8. So that was the card at uh, Shepparton last night. Uh, two, obviously two local meetings during the week uh, with, uh, after the Vic Bread uh, finals there last Saturday night. So it's been a good week for... Uh, local participants and uh yeah a good uh, good way to go into the weekend and hopefully we can now try and find a few winners uh, at melton tonight and then also look at the all those big races across uh, the gallops and uh, i'm off to Mel- uh, off to the meadows again tonight so yeah we'll try and get a winner there too we'll try and the find a winner meadows as well, as well. For, the, for the the listeners out there too no worries we'll be back shortly the marupna golf club home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value-for-money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club. The Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. Seven out of ten cars stolen today will be stolen using their own keys. Make sure you leave your keys out of sight, behind a locked door. 
and visit www.howsafeismyplace.com.au to find out more simple things you can do to protect your home and family. It's a free service from Neighbourhood Watch in partnership with RACV. Howsafeismyplace.com.au Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or pre-arrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sport Show. 14 minutes to 11 o'clock on your Saturday morning. Got Dan Hibbard. We're in Square Gators, of course, the racing show. Going to look at a winner, but we might have a look at this big card at Melton this evening, Dan. And it looks jam-packed, and let's hope we can get a few winners out Melton tonight. Yeah, it's a good uh, a good card. Uh, the tailor-made Lombo for the Mayors is going to be the uh, the first of the quality. Looking forward to that. And also the uh, the Chris Howe Trotters free-for-all. So uh, two uh, good races on the back of the Vic Bridge Series. So we're sort of building towards the Victoria Cup. Uh, it's not far away. So uh, the good races are certainly starting to build uh, for harness racing. Don't want to alarm you, but I'll tell you what's creeping onto the front doorstep is the Shepparton Gold Cup. It'll be here before you know it. It will be here before you know it. And obviously in the first couple of weeks of January. But... You know, once you get into December, it's yeah. Uh, once you get in, it. once you get past Grand Final week in the AFL, the mm. year, you might as well say the year's over. Yeah, flies by absolutely. So the multi tonight at Melton, uh, the first leg is race one number two, uh, post game for Jane Davies and Kyle Marshall. Um, no doubt Jane would be absolutely. Copper Hoop, because uh, she is one of those diehard Collingwood supporters. I'm sure she would have been front row centre last night. Uh, this guy's been backed a little bit already on fixed odds, $6 into four twenty. Finally gets a decent draw, was uh, seventh last time out behind steel screens after drawing the second row. I think it gets to the front here. It's going to be hard to beat. So race one, number two, post game for the first leg of the multi. The second leg... Uh, going in the Chris Howe Trotters free-for-all. I can't believe she's this price. Queen Elite is $1.60. Uh, in a field of six, uh, admittedly, Mufasa Metro and I'm Ready Jet will make her work for the money, but she's just the best trotting uh, trotting mare and possibly trotter that we've got going around at the moment. And I just expect her to, uh, to win again. So the multi, a bit of value in the first leg, race one, number two, into race three, number six. You'll get around a $7 mark, I think, from... I got $7, one powered up, $6.72. Yeah, so hopefully we can uh, land that there tonight. The quaddy, I've basically made it a a treble, uh, or tried to in any case. First leg is the tailor-made Lombo for the Mayors. Gone one out here with five tough Tilly. I think she'll just work forward, find the lead. Uh, The four that are on her inside are not in her class. Her only danger, I think, is the stablemate Treachery. But I think Tough Tilly should be uh, too strong there in the first leg of the quality. So five, one out. Race six, the second leg. A little bit uh, of a, a more challenging affair here. Numbers are one, two, six, seven, and ten. This is the trot, the Irvin Howard Memorial trot. 
Ebony's Avenger, I think you've got to throw in. It's double figures, but I think it goes okay. Answering off for the Bartleys is a $17 chance on fixed odds, but it forms is, is decent enough. And if, if it's close enough to the speed, I think it could certainly win. Uh, and then you've got Just a Bit Touchy, Kiang Igniter at the top end of the market, and Aldebaran Keeper's also in well in command as well. So going with those five in the second leg of the quad, third leg, narrowed it down here to the two class runners, and I don't really think you need to go any, uh, anywhere other than eight better Eclipse and 11 Act Now. Um, Act Now was a late scratching from the Mariborough Cup under not great circumstances last week. Better Eclipse was a, a really strong winner at Melton last time in the Caduceus Classic. So they are the obvious two, and I don't think the others could uh, certainly match them at this time. So 8 and 11 only in the second, uh, third leg. And we go a little bit wider in the last leg. First, the numbers are 3, 5, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Good race, good even contest. The captain uh, I've thrown in, Whiskey Cavalier, if it gets the right trip. Where's the gold? Captain Belisario is probably my top pick, but he's drawn the inside of the second row. District Attorney's going, uh, will need to improve on its first up run, but you would expect it would. And Vanquish Scride is uh, a bit of value, and uh, I've got to throw it in at the price. Captain Pins I've left out. I just don't think he can win from that barrier draw tonight. So the Quaddy, five only in the first league, into 1, 2, 6, 7, 10, into 8 and 11, into 3, 5, 7, 8, 9 and 10. It'll cost you 60 bucks for 100% of the dividend, but if you take it for a flexi, You'll get a smaller percentage and see how we go with that quaddy tonight at Melton. $5 will net you 8% of that quaddy. Very good. So, uh, as I say, try to make it a treble with that to odds on favourite in the first leg. No worries, Dan. We might skip to the Meadows. You're there calling tonight for RSN, and we might have a look at some of your maybe better bets there yeah, on the program my, there. My best of the night is uh, in race nine. It's the free-for-all, and it's number seven, Fred Rose. Um, he was super last week running second to Aussie Rocks. Now, Aussie Rocks went terrible at Sandown on Thursday, but Fred Rose ran second and beat home postman Pat uh, in that free-for-all. I think he's a very good chance in this race tonight. He's had specking already, so race uh, three, uh, race nine, number seven, is my best of the night. He's into about 260 on the fixed odds there tonight. Um, my other... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very even car. There's not a ridiculous amount of... Um, well, there's a couple of shorties. My Punga Luna in race two is about a dollar forty. It should be going very close. The other one that I do like is race three, number two, Peaky Joe. Um, he's at two dollars twenty. He's had support. He's had two very impressive wins at Sandown. His last couple of starts. But he just, to me, he just looks like one that uh, is certainly well above average, and I think he'll go close. He's had six starts and won three of them, and I think he might make it a fourth win tonight. Here, race three, number two. With those two dogs, you'll get a multi of $3.19. There you go. Very good. A good, a good multi early, and then you might be able to play that into the favourite in that uh, in the uh, my uh, best of the night in uh, in race nine. We might go racing. Is that it for... That is, yes. We'll have a look at Caulfield, and what a big week ahead it is of racing, of course. Believe it or not, they're calling Flemington tomorrow headquarters the official start to the Spring Carnival. But let's face it, it starts today with the Underwood Stakes. And, of course, my favourite horse on the planet at the moment, Alligator Blood, goes around to make it two in a row. I can't believe the talk around Alligator Blood. This is a wait-for-age race. I think Alligator Blood's been sort of knocked a bit in recent times. At wait-for-age in this race, I think it'll own this race today, and I think it'll win Alligator Blood. Drawn uh, barrier eight, you would expect that he's going to go forward and lead. Uh, and if he does that, oh, 
I think you're right. I mean, it, it, a lot of these ones, just scan, going through the field, there's probably a number that uh, would certainly be looking at longer trips and would be looking Some of them are just the handicappers, yeah, aren't they? Thrown and, in a weight for age race. And I just, I just, you can't, I, they're giving you 350 about him. I just can't see that that's, well, uh, no, and there's a, a, lot, a few that I've sort of heard on the TV and radio that are, you know, wanting to pot him in They're really today, potting alligator blood, I aren't just, they? I just don't understand why he would do that. He was second, he's second last time behind Mr. Brightside um, in a race where they walked um, I just think that he, uh, I think you'll find this you out know, to the eighteen hundred yeah, now as well. It, this he's getting into his pet range. Um, I think he's just going to be too good for them. If he, particularly if he finds the leaders as easily as he should, um, yeah. The only issue, the only fly on the ointment might be how if he handles Caulfield. He hasn't raced there. Uh, he's only had the he's had six starts and the one win in a second. So he's not got the greatest of records, but. Um, if he can get to the lead, he might be too good for this it, lot. You're funny. That's a good point you make about Caulfield because I remember horses like Kingston Town. Mm. He couldn't go a yard at Caulfield. Yet, you know, it, it, it could win everywhere else mm. in Melbourne and Sydney, but couldn't win at Caulfield. And there, there's a lot of good horses that Caulfield does seem to be their undoing for whatever reason. And I'm, I've got no idea why that would be the case, but it's just you might maybe now with the the new um, in the new design and everything with the track that they've reno, uh, renovations and so forth that might be a bit better for him. But I just think he wins. I, I I I just can't see anything in that race really threatening him until they get out. Uh, a lot of them will be looking at at, at cups. Uh, in October and November. Well, I've had a two-horse play in the race. I've gone $5 to win Alligator Blood, race nine, number two, and race nine, number eight, without a fight. Yeah, so he's the he's first up over 1,800. Um, that's probably the, the only question mark on him, but he's uh, coming off two very good wins up at Eagle Farm over long trips, and he did win first up over the 1,800 at Eagle Farm. So... Uh, admittedly, that wasn't um, you know it wasn't in it was an open handicap or open race, but uh, this is a Group One, so it might be a bit different gravy for him this afternoon. But he's got to be some sort of hope, that's for sure. And of course, I'm going to make my best bet of the day at Caulfield on a good four. We'll try and get it early. Race one, number three, shock him over. Yeah, my best will be race six, amenable. I know his odds on. Um, I'm on it today. I just can't. The 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 talk is, you know, you just can't, shouldn't be losing this race. So um, it flew home in the Memsey, back in grade, test in the, into the Testarossa. I think it'll be an anchor for anything you want to play with this afternoon. Got the Golden Rose up there on a good four at Rose Hill. I can't believe. All that good weather they got now in Sydney, oh, like pour, going back it'll six pour months rain ago. Every day. It'll pour, pour rain every day. You just know it. You just know it will. Yeah. Well, I, look, I, I've a two-horse play, just $5 to win on both again. Race 8, number 2, Shinzo, and race 8, number 13, Charmstone. Yeah, it's a, a good race uh, and tr- traditionally always is. Um, Cylinder's the one for me. It's about $4.40. He's won four of eight. His last two wins have been good. Uh, only a narrow victory last time out, but I think he's uh, he's probably going to be. Uh, I think he's the hardest to beat in that race. But it's a a cracking contest, and there'll be uh, uh, no room for the faint-hearted there in that race this afternoon. And in the Shannon Stakes up there at Rose Hill, I like race seven, number seven, Waterford. Favorite two dollars eighty. Second up for Chris Waller. Tyler Schiller takes the ride. 
has had two starts second up for a win in a second. So there's absolutely no reason to disagree with your tip there, Stats. Now, we're going to go a bit off-Broadway. In fact, I'm going to go to Morfittville for the good four today. And I'm going to make this my best bet of the day. Race five, number 11. Now, I hope I pronounce it correctly. Gilladora. Gilladora, yes. Um, for Justin Pickering, has getting a decent price about it, Stats. It's 4.20 that I see on the fixed odds. Uh, any in at this stage, it's uh, won the twos from seven. Uh, fourth last time out, only beaten a couple of links. So you can get a dollar seventy five to place. It might be the uh, punters, might, be, so might be a way to go. Yep. Yeah, and definitely get three place dividends in that race as well. So might be the way to go there at Morfittville this afternoon. No worries, Dan. So we see you at the Meadows tonight. Where else do we see you during the week? Yeah, Meadows tonight. Uh, calling some uh, footy on Wednesday. The uh, the school uh, the uh, under fifteen. Oh right, under fifteen. So uh, getting a bit of that in the on. Yeah, uh, on I Wednesday. did that last year. So looking forward to that. It's uh, be something yep. uh, left of Broadway there. Uh, Sandown back on Thursday, uh, and then Bendigo Friday, and then uh, back into the Meadows again on. Uh, on a grand final day, so I'm really glad that you know, Melbourne aren't there because uh, the Wiser was going. Oh, yeah, that would have been a bit ordinary for <laughs> it you. Would have been a bit. Would different. you have had the day off or not? Uh, or you I pro- well, if they had a made it, I probably would have gone uh, and been able to get out to the Meadows in time. Uh, it would have been a bit of a, a bit of a tight uh, tight squeeze, but uh, glad to uh, you know glad I don't have to worry about that. But uh, your pies got there last night, just and yeah, look, and um, I usually put the National Indigenous Radio Service there, done it all year, but I won't be doing it Saturday. Adam Watkins can actually do it, or. <laughs> Or Josh Revens, uh, I haven't told the station you've yet. Just but told, you've just yeah, told, just told them. Yeah, I've just told them now. But um, yeah, I don't think I could. I, it was bad enough last night. Um, I'm glad I was the only one in the building last night because, yeah, it's gonna, it, it, I, it's gonna be absolutely insane. Particularly if Carlton win tonight, I don't oh. think. I don't think next week's going to be much fun for all the, the neutral supporters well, around the place. If funny Carlton you say that. I got there. home last night, my 90-year-old mother and my sister's mad Carlton, absolutely mad Carlton. And when I got home, Marie said, look, mum's hoping that Carlton get beat because she won't be able to stand us to for the next <laughs> week. So she's already on to it yeah, and I, she's 90. I think Brisbane will go... Should be winning, but you can never write off Carlton the way they've played the last few weeks, that's for sure. Well, then one thing I will say about that tonight is it's a free hit to Carlton. Oh, it is. Everybody's They're, expecting yeah, Brisbane yeah. to win, and no up, one's expecting Carlton to. They have all year. They've been dominant at home. Uh, it might, it'll be different if they do win and get to the grand final against Collingwood. But Carlton, yeah, it's just a, a free swing. You might yep. have just... It's, it's, and no one's got the expectation just on Carlton like they have Brisbane. Chips in and just see how they fall. And, uh, yeah, if they pull it off, it'll be uh, a massive week next week. All right. Thanks for that, Dan. Thanks, Dad. We'll have Dan Hibbard and Square Gators back at 10.30 next Saturday morning. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.